Welcome to Lifeline. My name is Sage Breed. I'm excited that we get to talk today. I've been looking forward to being with you. I love y'all. I pray for you constantly. Uh, you guys are on my heart. With that, before we jump into today's topic, let's pray. Father God, thank you that you are all around us, not just in heaven, but you're here on earth with us, that you've given us your Holy Spirit. Holy is your name. God, we pray that your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven, God. The same ways, the same thoughts, the same principles that you live by and that you operate your kingdom in heaven, God, bring it here, please. God, that as you join us, God, we want to be with you. God, so we ask that you remove anything that is not like you, that is not of you. God, forgive us of our sins. We repent, God. We're sorry for hurting your heart. Thank you, God, that sin is just so disgusting that it separates us from you. Thank you for forgiving us. God, thank you for the strength to forgive ourselves, to forgive those that have sinned against us. God, thank you that you don't lead us into temptation, but instead you lead us out. Thank you that we can trust you. Thank you that you don't hold these things against us, that you don't hold them over our head. We love you. Yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh my God. Y'all, I'm pumped. Okay. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. Okay. I know that this is something we kind of brushed up on, but I believe that God is really saying, go a little bit more in depth. So, God, thank you for the words. Thank you for guiding us. I know we just prayed. I love praying. I want to encourage you. Prepare yourself for the convo. I know I'm excited. I know you're probably excited. Nonetheless, this is still a difficult conversation. It's going to be fun. Most things that are hard are also fun. It's like rock climbing, like basketball, like soccer, like video games, like music. Life is like that. Difficult and rewarding. So is forgiveness. There's going to be memories that are going to come back to you. And you may feel a strong emotion. Don't push it away. That's God saying, give that to me so I can heal you. Okay. Would you be opposed to doing that? Would you be opposed that when the hard emotions come, that you don't push them away. Rather, you say, God, take this. Just like that. God, take it. I forgive him. I'm proud of you. Thank you. We're going to start today's combo. Take a deep breath. We're going to start today's combo with the challenge. I want you to think about the most recent thing that offended you. 
Okay, I'm gonna do the same. Okay, you got it? I got mine. I'm not gonna tell you to say it, <laughs> but think about it. Something that offended me was actually done by someone who was close to me. I'm gonna share mine. You don't have to share yours. I was sharing a story with somebody about somebody. It's, it's like a double whammy, bro. <clears throat> so I recently just wrote a song. And I like to send some of my music out to my loved ones. Because I think it's fun, right? It's like, hey, check this out. Anyway, so this person texts me, the original person. And I was like, what, what kind of feedback is this? Because everything that they were saying, I was like, I don't even think it's the same song. Like, what? So I was sharing this story with, with someone that I love. And it was just so brushed off. But I was telling them how this bothered me. But I even, I even kind of wrote off like, you know, but it doesn't bother me that much. But it's like, it did. <laughs> right? You know, have you ever been like in those things where it's like, <laughs> you tell somebody that something's okay. Or you tell somebody that this doesn't bother you. But actually it's not okay and it does bother you. That's where I found myself. Anyway, that made me laugh. But they were just like, yeah, yeah, I just don't get it. Like, not this, they were like, I don't understand why people do that when people say that I just tell them. Like, good job, I'll leave it there. Anyway, I was kind of like, what? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? That offended me. Because it was like, no, I want you to get upset on my behalf, right? I didn't say that, so why would I expect that? It was like, I still expected it. Mm. So it was just one of those things, okay? I know mine is relatively lighthearted. Perhaps, excuse me, perhaps yours is not as lighthearted. Excuse me, maybe something was done to you. It's actually not okay. It's not even funny. Maybe somebody said something to you and it hurt you. I'm sorry. Maybe someone took advantage of you. Maybe somebody lied to you. Maybe somebody told you that you could depend on them and they weren't there. I'm sorry. It's hard. That sucks. I hate that for you. God, we give it to you. The sadness, God, we give it to you. The anger, God, we give it to you. The bitterness, God, we give it to you. The desire to hold on to it, God, we give it to you. I forgive them. We forgive them. You forgive them. <clears throat> so what we just did, we walked together on how to take a moment, break it down, understand what happened and how it made us feel, 
And when we started to feel it, we gave it to God immediately and we forgave. I'm just, I don't want that. Clean your hands now. It's that simple. Notice it wasn't that easy, but it was simple. As we go on in this life, you will be offended. Sometimes it's by people that you know and love, which is going to be majority of the time. And sometimes it's going to be people that don't know you, that like don't really care about you. And sometimes that hurts. It's like, bro, you don't know me. Why, why do you have beef with me, bro? Chill out. Right? That hurts too. It's exciting because we get to show the love of God in those moments. It's like, dude, I've been praying for this. <laughs> right? We pray for majority of the problems that we have. I prayed for a lot of the problems that I have today. I prayed for a relationship. So a lot of the stresses and the joys from the relationship, <laughs> I now pray about. I prayed, God, help me trust you. God answered my prayer and he put me in situations where I got to trust him. I get to trust him. I prayed for a nice car. Well, I got nice car problems. And they're God's. I prayed for a dog. I got dog problems. I prayed for a loving family. I got loving family problems, right? We prayed for these things. It's beautiful. It's funny. It's ironic is what it is, <laughs> right? And so thankfully, God is giving us the wisdom we need to steward our relationships. Be a good steward. Because the Bible says in John, they're going to know you're my disciples by how you love one another. This is talking about brothers and sisters in Christ. People are going to know that God is actually real by how you live your life. Paul says, do within all your capability to live peaceably among all men. Which he's really reiterating what Jesus said. Be at peace with everybody. It doesn't mean you have to get along with everybody. An example that really stood out to me was in the earlier chapters of Acts. It's for sure after Acts chapter 9. But Paul is traveling with Barnabas, um, John Mark, and somebody else. I, for, I forget who it was at the time. Nonetheless, Paul and John Mark got beef because John Mark abandoned them about something that was going on. Paul's like, yeah, I'm not really rocking with that. And Barnabas is saying, no, it's cool, though. Paul's saying, yeah, it is cool. Um, I'm not going to travel with him anymore, so we're cool, and I'm going to go this way. And uh, another guy went with him, and John Mark and Barnabas went another way. Then they reconnected later, and things were fine. Okay, right? Sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes keeping the peace is you going another direction. That's okay. A lot of times we think keeping the peace is you stay here until it's resolved. No, you're not going anywhere until we're done talking. Sometimes we think keeping the peace is saying, no, you shut up while I'm talking to you. Hey, you close your mouth when you're talking to me, right? 
But that's not what keeping the peace is. Keeping the peace, rather, is being able to be under pressure and remain composed. God says he's going to give you peace that passes all understanding. I quote this verse a lot. It's one of my life verses. Because this verse is written by a man in jail on death row after he just got beat. Talking about have joy, have peace. It's great. And he means it. So I prayed, God, give me that kind of peace. He said, if you want that kind of peace, you can go through those kind of problems. I said, as long as you're with me. I'm down for whatever. As long as God's with me, I'm down for whatever. As long as I'm with God, I'm down for whatever. Moses said when Jesus, well, I guess it was technically Jesus, when God told him, hey, uh, I'm going to send you into this promised land. And Moses says, well, here's the actual, here's the conversation. Moses, I'm going to be with you. Okay. I'm going to send you on to that promised land. Wait, God, don't send us if you're not going to be with us. Moses, I'm going to be with you. Oh, okay. Nice. That's the conversation. Sometimes we need that affirmation from God. We don't need it every time. And there are moments when we do. When we're navigating forgiveness, for me, that's one of those moments where it's like, God, like, don't. Don't make me do that if you're not going to be with me because I'm going to lose my mind. And he said, I got you. I have peace for you. Hey, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. Sage, come join me. I'm going to be with you. This is why we pray, God, forgive me of my sins as I forgive those that have sinned against me. Because sometimes... It's people that sin against us, and sometimes it's ourselves. Sometimes we betray ourselves. Nonetheless, we do our best to follow God's example of forgiveness. How does he forgive? The Bible says in Psalms that when the Lord forgives us, he casts our sin as far as the east is from the west. What does that mean? Scientifically speaking, talking physics, astrophysics, math. East and West never touch. They never will. North and South, they will. It's like a cylinder. They never touch. So when God says, hey, I've forgiven you, mm, that's difficult for us to do because we're people. We're humans. We're not God. So when someone sins against us, it's like, hey, I forgive you, my guy. Stay away from me. <laughs> right? If we're being real, I forgave you. I don't like you. I forgive you. I'm not going to look at you the same. I forgive you. I'm going to remove myself from this circle. Right? Take note that the things that I expressed were things that I can control. Things that I'm going to do. Why? Because this is called a boundary. We put boundaries in place to protect ourselves and to protect others. 
right? If we say, you hurt me, you get away. We're not taking responsibility. Because well, you came back into my life after I told you to leave. You let them in. You let them stay. So rather, put a boundary up. And if over time, you know, you've healed from it and you go, well, okay. And I see that you've also changed. I'm not opposed to reconciling to the degree of maybe we can build again from here. That's growth. Sometimes growth is recognizing can never be that way again. That's also growth. But take responsibility for your heart. Take responsibility for your mind. Take responsibility. Accept the responsibility for navigating your relationships. And it really does start with forgiving yourself. Because sometimes we really get upset with other people because we're upset that we allowed that to happen. Allowed. Which is sometimes the case in a lot of the unfortunate things that happen in our life. This person never would have hurt me if I never would have let them in. I am a freaking idiot. Well, you're not. You're not an idiot. They did hurt you. And it wasn't your fault. Because they led you to believe that they were trustworthy. It's not your fault. Well, this person did something to my family member and I'm, I'm going to hurt them. Respectfully so. And there's no way you could have known. No way you could have known. Don't blame yourself. It's hard. I got a lot of stories. I got a lot of stories. One story in particular. Okay. Well, I was going to share a story, and I believe God told me to share something different. Yeesh. I don't really want to share that one. Okay. So, this one time, I was in music class. This had to be back in second or third grade. Right? We... So in this music class, I'm sitting next to one of my friends. And as kids do, right, we're like, you're a boy. I'm a boy. Do your boy parts look like my boy parts, right? Does your penis look like my penis? And we're like, mm-hmm. So we're sitting there in music class. And we're like, check it out. Wow. They look the same. Cool. Clean cut, dry. Then, later on, you know, we're talking to some friends, and one of the girls comes up. Remember, we're all second, third grade. <clears throat> and we share. We're like, bro, our private parts look the same. She goes, what? Mine don't. Look. <laughs> and she showed us. And we're like, that's crazy. You don't look like us. Right? Nothing sexual, just kids being kids, I suppose. <clears throat> so some time goes on. Now there are some adults. <clears throat> the adults are being weird. Not weird as in let me see. That's not what's going on. But I remember my friend coming up to me 
and they were sharing that one of the adults in their circle looked at them. I don't know what to do with that. What do we do? So we said something. And nothing happened. We did what we thought we were supposed to do and nothing happened. So... Imagine how that translates when the authority says, you can trust me. No, I can't. <laughs> right? I brought something to you and nothing happened. And watching how their life played out. Watching how my life played out. By the grace of God, I wasn't the one who was taken advantage of. However, someone I was close to was. And I got, uh, unfortunately, a lot of friends that have been through that. Not okay. Sick is what it is. So it goes into, how am I supposed to forgive someone for an unforgivable act? You want to know how? By asking God being real God I actually don't want to forgive this person like at all I don't think they're worthy of forgiveness that's understandable and I lovingly submit neither are you well great well if I'm not worthy then what is the point I hear you Jesus died for everybody. He died for the two murderers on the cross. He died for uh, Barabbas, the murderer whose life was traded for Jesus. He died for you. The little white lies you tell, the gossip, the stealing, the sexual things that you do, you not keeping your word. He died for me. Back when I was violent. God took me from someone who was violent. Addicted to drugs. Lived a life of sexual immorality. Who was hateful. A liar. He forgave me. I thought I was unforgivable. God says nobody's unforgivable. God, help me to forgive. <clears throat> so there was another time. This time it happened to me. I was grown. I don't remember the year. I was in college, though. We were all at this party. And we're there all the time. Anyway, I don't... No, I wasn't a Christian yet. I'm off. I'm like, y'all, I got to go use the restroom. Well, we're out here. Like, the the venue was outside. It's, like, not a house. So, you got to use the restroom. You just go somewhere. I don't, I don't know what the girls did, actually, now that I think about that. 
That's weird. Anyway, so I went off, like, in, into the dark, and I'm peeing. Well, my friend, he comes up to me, talking about, oh, dang, bro, that looks heavy. Like, let me, let me hold it for you. And he grabs me. Bruh. The rage I felt. I pulled my knife out. I grabbed him and I put it to his neck. And I said, I swear, you touch me again. You're not going to leave. And he just kind of looked at me. He was drunk, right? Still. Dumb man. We both, we had to have a real conversation once we both sobered up and we sat down and we talked it out. But these things sometimes can be seen as too far. Like you've gone too far. Sometimes people go way too far. So how do we reconcile this thought within ourselves of how do I forgive this person after what they did? They're a monster. Lock them up. They're not using their life correctly. Take it away, right? What do we do? We pray. That's all I can say. That's enough. We pray because Jesus himself said, I died for everyone. He died for them. How do we reconcile that within ourselves? Well, God forgave us. Remember, forgiving someone does not mean you're okay with what they did. Those are not even the same. They're not on the same coin at all. Two different topics. I forgive you. And. I'm distancing myself. I forgive you. And. I now see and realize what's going on. Bye. Forgiveness plays out in a lot of different areas of our life. Forgiveness plays out with one, how we see ourselves. If we're unable to see ourselves and forgive ourselves, then oftentimes we end up hating ourselves. We're unable to forgive ourselves Oftentimes, we have a skewed perception of ourselves where we're always a mistake. We're always a problem. We're unable to forgive ourselves. Everything we do is never good enough. Until we come to the point where we constantly forgive ourselves. No, Sage, I forgive you. We're not doing that again. Sage, I, Sage, I forgive you. And now, I'm distancing myself. Sage, how do you distance yourself from yourself? That, that is a good question. The way that you forgive yourself and distance yourself from yourself is now you put boundaries on your own self. Sage, I trusted you that if you were out late, you wouldn't do this. You were out late and this happened. I forgive you. Now we're going to be home by this time. Sage, I forgive you. Hey, I get it. You wanted to play video games and you reacted in a way. I forgive you for breaking the system and I'm not going to play video games for a while. No, Sage, I forgive you 
for hurting the person you love. So, we're now going to distance ourselves from the need to be in control. That's how. And we don't hold it over ourselves. If God says, I cast it as far as the east is from the west, then we are going to do our best to do the same thing with the strength that God has currently given us. I'm not going to hold it over my head. This is just like that one time. It's not like that one time. That is true self-love. That is how we grow in relationship with ourselves. That is how we love ourselves like Christ. The two commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. But I don't love myself. I don't, I don't, I don't even like myself. Stop crying, bro. I hear you. That's a pick-me attitude. At some point, you got to get over it. I love you. Get over yourself. It doesn't matter if you don't like yourself. That wasn't even what was talked about. Love yourself. Okay. But Sage, I don't know how to love myself. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. You know, yourself thanks you for that. For real. I respect that. I respect somebody who says, I don't know how to love myself. We love ourselves by looking at the model that Jesus gave us. Okay. Thank you, God. So we're going to do this. We're going to flip over to 1 Corinthians 13. Hmm. I almost flipped right there. That was cool. <clears throat> Here it is. 1 Corinthians 4. I'm going to go ahead and start reading, okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Love is patient. Love is kind, and it is not jealous. Love does not brag, and it's not arrogant. It does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own, meaning it doesn't act selfishly. It's not selfish. It's not easily provoked. It's not provoked. It does not keep a record of wrongs. It doesn't take into account a wrong. It's long-suffering. It does not rejoice in things that are unrighteous, but it rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, meaning it's able to carry all things. It believes all things, meaning I trust you. It hopes all things. I hope that you're going to get better. And it endures all things. This is verse 8. Love never fails. But if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, it will go away. Amen. So, specifically in context, this is just talking about, hey, if you have all these gifts, but you don't love, they're worthless. So, Paul goes on to explain, this is what love is. Jesus goes on to say as well, there's no greater love than this, than to lay one's life down for a friend. 
That's love. So, you don't know how to love yourself? Well, there you go. You want to be mean to yourself. That's great. Now love yourself. Lay your life down for yourself. Meaning, I want to do this, and because I love you, I'm not going to. You, you have to love people. You don't have to like them. Love yourself. Nobody's saying like yourself. Life's going to be more enjoyable when you like yourself. However, loving yourself is not an option. And you're going to start to notice. Right? Sometimes it feels so stinking silly. But look in the mirror. Give yourself a fist bump. I do it. Look in the mirror. Give yourself a compliment. I do it. It goes a long way. Tell yourself you're smart. Even if you don't believe it. Even if you feel like you're lying. Tell yourself you're kind. Even if you don't believe it. Even if you feel like you're lying. Tell yourself you're worthy of love and affection. Even if you don't believe it. Even if you feel like you're lying. Be kind to yourself. Because you are worthy of love. I'm sorry that you've gone so long with believing that you're not. I believe and I pray that God's going to heal your heart. In Jesus' name, that he's going to fill those gaps. Fill those desires. Heal the broken parts of your heart, of your life, of your mind. And you're restored in Jesus' name. Amen. Forgiveness goes a long way. Forgiveness is like a currency. The more forgiveness you have, really, the more access you're granted. Because you can be trusted. You're safe. Proverbs says, be slow to anger. Right? Don't take offense. If someone's trying to give you something, don't take it. Lay down all offenses. Be a person who doesn't get offended. Respect yourself. Don't get offended. Being offended means they meant that personally. But a wise and a mature person says they acted out because of how they feel about themselves. This actually has nothing to do with me. An accountable person says, what part did I have to play in triggering that person? Assess your actions, right? It's not saying that you're off the hook from everything. Oh, they're pissed off? Psh, that's their problem. That's a them problem. Well, maybe you have something to do with that. And understand that they're not really responding to you. They're responding to the feeling. So, we do our best. I'm excited. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm grateful that you're putting in the work of healing your heart. I'm grateful that you're putting in the time of working on yourself. Because as you continuously take hold of the lifeline that is Jesus Christ, 
He's going to continuously save you from the things that you've been drowning in. Thank you for joining me today in today's conversation. I love you so much. I'm very proud of you. I say it a lot because I mean it a lot. Even if I don't say it, I still mean it a lot. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Peace.